Welcome back to Be Great With Nate, the podcast that trains you to master your mind, body, and emotions to help you take complete control of your life. I'm your host, your coach, Nate Ortiz. I'm enthusiastic about teaching you how to manage your health and mindset while you pursue your goals in life. My goal is to clear your confusion regarding the body, mind, and life itself. If you want to learn how to become the best version of yourself, then you're going to want to stick around. Okay, so we got a beautiful question today. Welcome back to Be Great With Nate. We're going to start this uh, podcast off by answering the question. And this question is how to get rid of a candida infection, okay? Uh, do I recommend any type of diet or exercise program? For those that don't know what candida, candida is, it's a fungal infection that usually is, um, is linked to a dysbiosis in the body of good bacteria versus bad bacteria. Here are some symptoms, and I would try my best, I always say this, to leave the link below, um, but I will leave the link below. Um, we have, uh, here are some symptoms. Uh, you have skin and nail fungal infections, such as athlete's foot, ringworm, and toenail infections, toenail fungal infections, digestive issues such as bloating, constipation, and diarrhea. You can have difficulty concentrating, like eight with uh, memory issues, lack of focus, ADD, ADHD, or brain fog. You can have irritability, mood swings, anxiety, or depression, strong sugar cravings for sugar and refined carbohydrates, feeling tired and worn down, or suffering from chronic fatigue. You can have autoimmune disease such as Hashimoto's, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, psoriasis. You can have skin issues like eczema, psoriasis, hives, and rashes. You can have yeast infections. And then you can have severe seasonal allergies and itchy ears. Now, I did make a podcast about fungal infections a couple, probably like a month or two ago. And I also, if you go on my YouTube channel, I also interview my mentor, Paul Check. And I will put that there as well. And we made a video about fungal infections. And, you know, I've learned on how to um, teach people how to overcome fungal infections from the Czech Institute because I struggled with the deep fungal infection myself. And I've learned a lot. So in this podcast today, I want to be able to bring you through some steps that you can take today to help you get over or um, work with your fungal infection. The reason why I say work with because you have practitioners like Paul Czech that discuss a deep fungal infection is something you really can't get rid of. You have to manage it. But then you have other people, other naturopathic doctors and holistic practitioners that um, actually get over theirs or teach their patients and clients how to get over there. So I'm going to give you um, just a nice four step thing, uh, four steps that you can take today to help you get rid of the symptoms, right? To tamper down those symptoms and feel better. Okay. Number one, Remember, dysbiosis is one of the root causes why people struggle with fungal infections. A dysbiosis is having more back, a bad bacteria than good bacteria. So the first thing we want to be able to do is incorporate the good guys into the system. I like to think about it like this. Let's, let's just think about in your house, there's 50 bad guys, but two cops to try to stop 50 bad guys. Who's going to win that battle? Who's taking up most of the space? The bad guys. The bad guys have a great chance of winning that. So instead of trying to throw things in there to um, kill off like detox and things like that, to kill off the, the bad guys, we have to also incorporate good guys into that room. So what I mean by that is we have to be able to incorporate good bacteria back into your system. And one of the ways we do that is probiotics. And there's two forms that you can do it. There's really three forms that you can do it. Number one form you can go by is getting a probiotic supplement. You can get that. I would advise you to get a human-grade probiotic. 
A human grade probiotic is usually refrigerated and the bacteria is fresh, not fresh, but it's more, it has a better chance of getting to the intestines compared to a regular supplement of uh, capsule off the shelf. Um, a human, you could do more research on human grade probiotics, but they're refrigerated. Usually they're kept and stored in a, in a cold atmosphere. So it can be able to be as, uh, because there's studies that show that, you know, taking probiotics, some of them don't make it to the intestines because they can't survive the uh, acidity in the stomach. But human grade probiotics show that they have a better chance of getting most of the bacteria to your intestines. So usually they're refrigerated. You can find them. An easy one you can find is the Flora brand and Whole Foods. I try to give that one as simple as I can because usually most people have Whole Foods near them or they can, you know, track down Whole Foods or even Amazon. So we have to start replacing that. The second way you can start incorporating good bacteria back into your system is by fermented vegetables. Uh, kimchi is one of them. If you go, again, to Whole Foods, um, they had, they had, usually they have a section where you can get like the sauerkraut from. Usually they have fermented vegetables there now and some type of kimchi. Throwing in some type of fermented vegetables can be great. Now, you can also learn many different ways online on how to make your own fermented vegetables and your own fermented food. If you have the time and energy to do that, you can look into that as well. And then number three, this one's very interesting, but I would advise you to look up, look this up as much as you can, is raw goat milk. Now, the reason why raw goat milk or even raw milk is uh, known to help people with dysbiosis, you can look this up with ear, uh, inflammatory bowel disease when people struggle with that. You look up a man named Kenny Holmes, K-E. N-N-Y-H-O-N-N-A-S. I'll link that below as well. Kenny Holmes had <clears throat> the, a really deep uh, dysbiosis in with the inflammatory bowel disease of colitis to the point where he was hospitalized and he couldn't gain weight and he was, he was really having issues. And what happens is when a person, what he has come across is that he was lacking beneficial bacteria. So what he has done, what he had did is he incorporated um, raw goat milk, I mean, raw milk in his diet. And the reason why I keep saying goat milk, I'll get to that in a minute, but he incorporated raw milk. And what he has done is he replaced the good beneficial bacteria in his system. And then in order to feed the beneficial bacteria, they feed off something called soluble fiber, which is a prebiotic. So they feed off of that. And um, so he'll make a big smoothie, like a, a raw, raw milk, banana, blueberry, and avocados. Blueberry is known to be one of the strongest prebiotic, prebiotics you can put in your diet, but incorporating that with the other two prebiotics of bananas and avocado, he got a strong probiotic and prebiotic drink. So he'll start off his, uh, he'll break his fast with that. And then um, what he'll do from there is for dinner, he'll incorporate fermented vegetables, some potatoes and a steak and raw milk as a glass of milk to drink. So I would leave his video, uh, the one uh, of his, um, how he overcame his colitis. And colitis is a deep dysbiosis. You can check that out. And then um, hopefully that can help you as well. But um, long story short, the third way is incorporating some type of raw food. I mean, raw milk into your diet. Now, look, I'm telling you and I'm advising you, do your research on that. Because there's a lot of, um, it's, it's a lot of argument and debate about raw milk. But uh, one of the things I want to do on Be Great Renee podcast is just bring up the information. I will also link drwestonaprice.org. They have some great research and studies that uh, back raw milk and the facts about raw milk. 
Um, my goal on this podcast, on the Be Great Renee podcast, is to bring up information that I came across that I seen work for individuals, but not pressure you or put a belief system on you. My, you have to become the person that you want to become naturally. We don't allow people to force you to become it. My goal is just to give you the information. And then for you, to, it's up to you what you want to do with the information. But I'm very cautious of the information I'm giving you as well, because some of these things are debatable. Uh, just like, you know, you know, most of the things like controlling your mindset or controlling your mood, that's debatable. Some people will say it's genetic that you can't change a person from thinking the way they do because of the genes that they have. Um, but well, my goal is to show things are possible and through stories of my own and through research that I've come across and people I've come across. So that's one of the things that I'm doing here with Kenny Holmes. Number two, I would advise you to start looking for food intolerances. The reason why is because fungal infections or fungi, they love what you can't digest and, uh, and eliminate, assimilate or eliminate. So what I mean by that is if let's just say you are, you know that you're lactose intolerant. When you drink milk that has lactose in it, if you're not digesting and assimilating that, then something has to. And usually bad bacteria can do that for you. That's at least what I saw in my experience. And we, we learned at the Czech Institute is that anytime you can't digest and assimilate something, a, fungal, a fungi will do it for you. A, a bad bacteria will do it for you. So start, start making sure you track your food and eliminate things that you know that you don't digest well. Okay. That is very, very key. So for some people, it, it may be beef. For some people, it may be dairy. Some people, it may be wheat. Some people, it may be soy. Whatever you can digest and assimilate, make sure that you're on top of that because a fungal infection will. If you look at it, we learned that fungal infections are like teachers. They actually are saving your body from going through deeper stress by eating something that puts too much stress on your body. For an example, overeating carbohydrate. If you are someone that is, you know, in a position that your family struggles with diabetes and you have blood sugar issues and you overeat carbohydrates, you are putting your, your body at risk of damaging, you know, extra blood sugar, high levels of insulin can damage the body or bring harm to the body. The body, it stresses the body out, okay? Fungal infections, if they eat that sugar for you, they take off the stress of the of that of from the nervous system, from your organs, but then they have their own side effects because they poop. And when they poop, they create something called mycotoxins, which have its own side effects. So if you want to get deeper into fungal infections, you can learn um, a lot from the book called The Fungus Link. The Fungus Link is a great book that brings up all this information, and it's very affordable compared to uh, going to the Czech Institute or, uh, you know, going to any type of institute to learn about these things. Now, if you want to do that, you're more than welcome to. Number three, make sure all your detox, uh, detoxification systems are working. So let's just say, hypothetically, you're someone who gained a lot of weight in the last two years and you have something called non-alcoholic fatty liver. It's very common in people that have something called metabolic syndrome. If you have a non-alcoholic fatty liver... That means your liver is not going to be functioning as well as it should. You're going to have something we call a sluggish liver. And your gallbladder is going to be sluggish. Your bile is going to be sluggish to be released from the liver and then stored in the gallbladder. So it can create gallbladder issues. So the liver is known to be a detoxification system. Okay. I mean, organ, a part of the detoxification system. So if your body's having an issue with any of the detoxification organs, that means your body's going to have a, a, a issue detoxifying which then gives your body a, um, a chance of having 
uh, suppressed immunity, which then fungal fungi always thrive in. So making sure that your detoxification systems are all working properly will also help you overcome a candida infection or fungal infection. So you'll notice if you start to lose weight and then you start to decrease the amount of fructose that you're eating, um, according to a lot of studies, if you lose weight, you can lose a non-alcoholic fatty liver. But one of the best ways to do it is decrease decrease your fructose consumption. Um, and I'll probably make a whole podcast on that. And then I'll bring up some beautiful videos and studies and research that you can come across to help you understand a little more of that. But if you decrease the fatty liver, let's just say, keep it simple, you lose some weight and then the fatty liver starts to decrease and then your, your liver starts to function again, you have a higher chance of come overcoming like a fungal infection or any dysbiosis because the liver is working properly again to detoxify the body. Okay. Let's just say your kidneys, something's wrong with your kidneys and your kidneys are not functioning correctly. Um, when you get your kidneys to function correctly again, then you'll notice that the whole system working with a, a fungal infection, you'll have a better chance to overcome a fungal infection. So you got to make sure your detoxification system is clean. So one of the best ways you can do that is first thing is making sure you get clean food and clean water, right? Don't put no, don't add any additional stress to the system. Here's another tip. I want you to start, if you notice that it's hard for you to overcome any type of fungal infection or candida, candida, I, I, last year I put up a video talking about candida and then I had a whole bunch of, uh, saying the word candida. I had a whole bunch of people try to attack, well, not try to attack me, they did try to come at me saying it's not pronounced like that. Um, so there's, you know, some people say candida or candida, you know, I'm going to say candida. Um, so when you have candida and you notice that it's hard to overcome candida, then you have to start looking a little deeper. Um, let's see if you have any mold in your house right now. Mold is a form of fungus. Are you breathing in any mold? Because if your lungs are struggling with the uh, toxin of like mold, for an example, then you're going to have an issue of overcoming fungal infection with your digestive tract because you're putting way, your, your system is going to be overloaded. Okay. When I was in Los Angeles, um, at the moment I'm in, in the New York city area, but I struggled in LA with my detoxification system big time. And as soon as I came back to the East coast within a week, I saw my energy come right back up. Everything just increase. And I think there's a lot of purposes to that. But one thing that I have to give credit to is the air. The air in Los Angeles is terrible. I would wake up. If I get a car wash today, I wake up tomorrow and my car is full with smug. And I spend probably three to four hours outside every day in Los Angeles. And I never knew how serious that was as far as uh, breathing in the, the, the smug in that air. But I noticed a huge difference as soon as I came home with my detoxification system, with my uh, cognition, with, with everything. My stress levels dropped big, big time because my lungs were breathing in this. And we had probably like, like three air pair. Um, uh, what is that? Air purifiers in the house to help us clean out the smug. But if you go around the house one day after cleaning, like oh, like three days after cleaning, there's dust all over the house. And then there's a bunch of smug all over the, uh, the cars. So I say that to say, I was struggling with my detoxification system because my lungs were struggling from the air quality in Los Angeles. So 
just look at each part of your system and make sure your detoxification systems are working properly. And then see if you have any mold in the house or if you grew up with mold, you may have to bring yourself through some type of detox. And then number four, exercise. Now you asked, do I have any exercise routines or recommendations? My best advice when it comes down to exercise, it always depends on how stressed a person is. The more stressed a person is, the more of high intense interval training or high intense training is going to be hard for that person or it's going to, it's going to, it can create issues for a person. Most people don't like when I say that and I'm sorry, but it's the truth. So if you go into the gym and you're doing a squat for 135, for an example, on the bar, 135 pounds, and you could do that eight times. Next time you go in the gym, either you put that weight up to 145 or, or, or anywhere from five to 10 pounds, or you increase your reps by 10. Every single time you go to the gym, your exercises, if you're not progressing the weight, the reps, or the sets, you have no business being in the gym. That means your body's too stressed. Unless you're on a, a diet where you're cutting and you're dropping body fat, you should still be able to maintain the weight that you're training with as far as the weights that for resistance training. If you're not, your body's too stressed. So I say all that to say what happens is when a person is going to the gym and if your body's under a lot of stress because the detoxification systems are under a lot of load and you're struggling with a candida infection, which can bring a lot of stress to the body, and then you're going in the gym and you're going all out, you're going to have a very high chance of having issues with your sleeping, issues with cravings, and overeating. So the best, of, it, it all depends on how stressed you are. If you're not that stressed, go in, in go, go to the gym three, four times a week. Do compound movements. So instead of sitting down, just isolating your butt or your quads or whatever, or your chest muscles, whatever it may be, go in the gym and attack full group exercises. So when you do a squat, you train the glutes, the hamstrings, the quads, the adductors, the calves, the sh everything. Okay. Now when you, so when you isolate a muscle, you just, you train one particular muscle. The only time there's time to isolate a muscle is if you have a muscle imbalance and that's for another day, but going to the gym and try going there for three times a week and do compound movements, squats, deadlifts, overhead press, bench press, etc bent over row. So, but if you notice that you lack the time and you lack the consistency, you see, that's the most important exercise of all time. Can you be consistent at what you're doing? If you lack the consistency, do this instead. Walk. Literally just go for a walk. Build the habit of going for a walk every day. Start off doing it for 30 minutes. Master that for about two, three weeks. Then move it up to 45 minutes. Master that for two, three weeks. And then mat and then finish it with an hour walk a day. That's a, one of the best exercises. You're pumping fluid through the body. You're helping the, you're, you're, you're moving the organs. You're breathing. It's an amazing, it's the best exercise you can do. Just walk. Download the app Pacer, P-A-C-E-R, and try to track your steps and try to hit 10,000 steps a day. A nice workout. Start off with that. Do that. Replace the, the 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 good bugs versus the bad bugs, right? Replace the good bugs in your diet. Eliminate foods that put the body under stress or feed the bad bugs. Processed sugar. 
processed carbohydrate, vegetable oils that are processed, like canola oil, for an example. Instead, if you want to cook with an oil, cook with coconut oil. Coconut oil has a lot of antifungal properties in it. Right? Start off with that and stay honest with yourself. And if you notice that it's hard, you stay consistent. That means that you're going to have to go back to what you find, how to find your purpose in your dream and how to make your dream to reality. I made podcasts on that. Most of you are going to have to go back and listen to that if you haven't, or most of you are going to have to actually go through these podcasts and listen to the previous podcast on how to manifest what you want after you write down your dream. Because if you're having trouble believing that you're, you're, you're good enough to achieve the dream that you write down, or if you're not, if you don't take it serious, then why would you want to overcome a fungal infection? What happens after? What happens after? Why would you want to give up those cookies? Why would you want to give up the Chinese food or the pizza or the whatever, whatever you, sushi, whatever you like to order out on? Why would you want to give up on any of that if you don't have nothing that you're aiming for? You know how hard it is for me to give up like these fun things for nothing just so I can not have that issue? It's hard for human beings to do that. So if you have something, oh, if you get over the fungal infection, then you no longer have bloating. Then you're able to exercise the way you really want to exercise. Then you have no more sleeping issues. Then you have better cognition to start that that book that you wanted to write or that business you want to start. Or you're able to put in a little extra time at work to get a little more pay. So you can move into that apartment that you want to get. You see what I'm saying? There got to be a reason why you want to fix yourself or why you want to heal. It's hard. The brain is, is, is programmed to be challenging to change. When something gets into the subconscious, it's in the subconscious for a reason. Because the body wants to do things easily. It wants to find the easiest route to get things done. So after you form a habit and it becomes subconscious... Your body wants to stick with that. So changing that, the body's going to give you resistance. The brain's going to give you resistance. And that resistance, one of the first forms of the resistance is a voice in your head. Oh, no, I can't eat that type of food no more because it makes me bloated and gassy. But then the voice in your head goes, but just take one bite. Just give me one. Let's just get one. Come on. We can start again tomorrow. You had a long day. It tries to convince you. Tries to push you towards something that you don't want to do. And most of the time, it's hard to win that battle. So we have to figure out what, do we, what happens when we lose the weight that we want to lose. What happens when we overcome the fungal infection? What happens when we, when we heal? Our, when, when, we, when we overcome our struggles. When we overcome our digestive issues. When we come overcome our skin issues. What happens? What, what do you have planned after that? That is the deep question. And the more clear you get on that, the more motivating, persistent, consistent you will be towards staying on your journey to overcome the struggles that you overcome. Thank you for your question. If you have another question, if anybody has a question, if you're on Spotify watching this or listening to this, I created uh, um, an opportunity for you to ask your question on, on this Spotify channel. If you're listening to this on YouTube, you can just enter I mean, 
ask your question in the comment section. And if you listen to some Apple, because a lot of you are listening to some Apple, shout out to my Apple people, you can email me at nate at begreatwithnate.com. Email your question. I'll get to it as soon as I can. Or you can DM me on Instagram. Peace. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope the show gave you valuable information. If you did, take a screenshot. Post it on social media like your Instagram story or someone on your social and tag me. I will definitely get back to you. I really appreciate the love. Or you can easily just leave a rating or a review if you have the time. You don't understand how much those little things right there help me push this show to get more people like you to listen. If you want more Be Great With Nate, you can head over to BeGreatWithNate.com and I'll meet you there. Until next time, peace.